Hi everyone, I'm Juliette and welcome back to Love Stories Radio. This is a podcast where we answer all your wedding questions, those that you sent us and those that you didn't. If you're listening to this podcast, I have a hunch you're here because you're planning your wedding or you're in a wedding and you want to know the answers to the questions that everyone else is thinking or maybe that you haven't even thought of yet. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a few pointers on other episodes to listen to if you're new here. Episode 9 is our most listened to show, so that's a good place to start. We discuss what to do if you don't love your engagement ring. Yikes. Episode 27 is another popular one where we talk about the best thing to wear under your wedding dress. If you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com, DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv, or pose it in our Slack group for brides and wedding pros, which you can join at bit.ly slash lstvslack. But it doesn't stop there. Watching real weddings on lovestoriestv.com is the best and the most fun way to plan your wedding. Search and filter tens of thousands of real wedding videos to find the ideas, products, and pros you need for your wedding. Already know your venue? Watch videos of real weddings that happen there to learn about and research other pros who have worked at that same location. Are you comparing two wedding planners? Watch videos of real weddings they planned to get a sense of their work. Need vow inspiration? We got that too. Watching real wedding videos are literally the best way to get ideas for your own speeches, vows, and toasts. If you can't find what you're looking for on lovestoriestv.com, get in touch with us. Send us an email at questions at lovestoriestv.com with your ask, and we'll guide you to the best videographers, florists, cake makers, planners, hashtag creators, you name it, we got it. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast, Lindsay. It's been a long time coming. So for our listeners and viewers, this is our podcast that we are also recording on Instagram Live right now. Lindsay Adams-Franca is the senior PR manager for Amika, my favorite hair care brand ever. And she's also a, I guess, not so recent newlywed. You got married last June, but you're still a newlywed. And we consider you to be a a wedding expert because you've done it. And anyone who's done it, you're automatically an expert. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. We are having Lindsay on today to talk about her wedding, but also she did something really cool recently, and she threw a virtual bachelorette party for one of her friends who had to postpone or kind of like rethink her bachelorette because of coronavirus. And I think it's just so awesome that you and the bridal party were able to kind of come together and pivot that's like the word of the of the month but pivot so quickly to do something that was still really special for the bride so before we get into your wedding I have so many questions about how you (laughs) actually executed this I think a lot of brides and bridesmaids are going to be thinking about this um you know in this new world that we're living in I personally am going to be a maid of honor for a friend's wedding but her bachelorette is likely going to be canceled it was going to be in um like the second weekend in May so I you know selfishly need advice for this but also (laughs) I think this is something that a lot of people are thinking about so tell us first what the original bachelorette plans were and sort of when in the process you decided to do it virtually and how you came to that decision. 
Yeah, absolutely. So my best friend was planning her June 2020 wedding. And Mm -hmm. in the past month, due to COVID-19, had to postpone it for next summer 2021, um, Mm -hmm. which I can't even imagine the stress and the heartbreak that went into that decision. And her bachelorette was planned for May for us all to go down to um, Sea Island, Georgia, which we will do next year. However, the gals in the bridal party and I really wanted to cheer her up and wanted to do something special for her now to lift her spirits. Mm -hmm. So I actually reached out to the Love Stories TV Slack channel, which is an incredible resource. Um, Yes, you guys should all join. You can go to bit.ly slash lovestoriesslack and you can join. It's a great resource. And Lindsay, I'm so happy you used it and actually found some value from it. I used it a lot during my own wedding planning process, too. Um, So it's incredibly helpful. Everyone should join. So Rachel actually gave advice there for the virtual bachelorette. And we hosted it through Zoom. Um, And so with the help of her fiancé, we completely surprised the bride that night. Oh, I love that. So she had no idea. She had no idea. It was a total surprise. Oh, and it, was it on the actual day that The Bachelorette was going to happen? We did it a little bit earlier. We actually yeah. did it two weeks ago, you know, mm-hmm. right after the decision that she made to postpone her wedding. So yeah. we wanted to do something immediately to cheer her up. I love that. Okay, so tell us the details of how you actually planned this with the other members <laughs> of, like, The Bachelorette Bridal Party, and how did you get her to, like, just join a Zoom call? <laughs> Not knowing what it was about. (laughs) So the gals and I started planning about a week in advance. And um, one of them actually created this incredible PowerPoint guessing game of the bride and groom's history together. Oh, that's Um, so cute. It was was really special and sweet. So you like, did you screen share that for everybody to see? Okay, I love that. Exactly. We did a lot of the screen sharing, which was helpful. Um, and of course we all poured cocktails for ourselves and we actually had a lot of games planned that we didn't even get to. So we had a never have I ever categories, Pictionary, and, you know, we were just having so much fun, you know, chatting that that we didn't even get to like all on the agenda, but I think we could do several of these nights and really Mm -hmm. make it special for the bride. Yeah. Okay. So what kind of tips do you have for brides and bridesmaids who are thinking about maybe doing a virtual bachelorette? What's your recommendation and would you do anything different if you were doing this again? (laughs) Totally. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of like ways to make this time still really special for brides. And while it definitely won't be like an IRL celebration, you just have to think of this as the next best thing until we could really all be together again. So I think there are like a lot of fun ideas. You could do theme parties where you all dress up, um, a dance party. Like you do, we have been having some (laughs) epic dance parties on Instagram. Yeah. My solo (laughs) quarantine dance parties. They've been keeping me sane. (laughs) Right. There are so many ways that you could translate things that you would do in real life to Mm -hmm. a virtual party. And it's kind of fun exploring that. Yeah. And I love that you kind of like collectively decided, okay, we're not going to cancel The Bachelorette. We're still going to do it when we're able to. And you still were able to do something that felt really special for the bride and surprised her. Totally. Yeah. The first first thing to remember is that, you know, you have to make it special for the bride and let her know how much you love her, how much you care about her. And I think things will all fall into place after that. Was her fiance on the call with you guys? Or was he like, here, you have fun? So, oh my goodness. So he had like set up the Zoom call and then went downstairs and kind of like coaxed her 
upstairs. Mm -hmm. I forget exactly how he did it, but it was really smooth. Oh, that's so cute. And he had a drink for her. It was really cute. really cute. How long was the whole bachelorette party? Did you have like a timeline in mind? Yeah, it went about three hours or so. Oh, it definitely could have gone that's longer. A party. Yeah. It was. We were all in different time zones. So I think that was oh, like cool. <laughs> the perfect place to stop it. But we could have gone much longer. It was it was I so fun. That. And this is like nitty gritty, but was the maid of honor like communicating with you over like email, just like you would if it was a regular bachelorette? Like how did you guys all sort of coordinate to make it happen? Totally. So she did a lot of communication through text messaging, email. Mm -hmm. Um, She emailed the whole agenda for the night. So we knew exactly Mm -hmm. like different like timelines of things. It was really perfect. Cool. And tell me more about the the PowerPoint. I'm so interested in this. (laughs) So were there like photos that were like, how was it set up? What was the format of it? If someone wanted totally. to do this themselves. So the way she had it were that there were 10 questions and mm-hmm. each question was a different square that someone else had to choose. So if you choose cool. number like three, the you know, you would click into another segment of the presentation mm-hmm. and the question would be like, what day did they get engaged or yeah. something that's like special to them? Yeah. It, was it like a drinking game? It sure was. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. This was a bachelorette. Yes. Yes. I love it so much. So cute. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great idea. And I definitely have some tips now for when I probably will have to do this for a long time. So thank you, Lindsay. Wonderful. <laughs> um, okay. So now I want to talk about your wedding. Yes. I feel like I was, me and Rachel were with you through your wedding planning journey, which was a very (laughs) fun experience. Um, You looked beautiful. You had like such a perfect day, it seemed. And I want to talk a little bit about, you know, you had a second outfit for Mm -hmm. the reception and you kind of realized this a little bit at the last minute. So you had a beautiful dress, but you realized that it was probably not the most optimal for dancing. And that's a priority for you. Absolutely. uh, Obviously for me too, if I were to get married someday. So how did you, um, I know that you said you you ordered a lot of dresses online. This was like three weeks before the wedding was actually going to happen. Yes. What kind of tips do you have for brides who might be at home right now doing a lot of online shopping, um, looking for wedding event dresses? So anything for like, you know, showers, rehearsal dinners, those types of things. Do you have any favorite retailers or any kind of like hacks or tricks since you did this in a (laughs) sort of time crunch? (laughs) Totally. So as you said, I had about three weeks when I kind of made this decision in my mind that I would need a second dress. So I needed something that would be off the rack that would fit perfectly. Um, So I really went on every website that I could think of and just filtered for every white champagne ivory dress available. Mm -hmm. And I ordered about a dozen to my apartment and nothing fit perfectly. And then I kind of had the idea to go in a different direction. And instead of a traditional dress or one that screamed bride, I -hmm. went with my longtime go-to style of a maxi skirt and crop top. The best. (laughs) Right? So I found a beautiful flowy skirt on Beholden. And the top I wore was a more from Saks that I ordered Mm -hmm. online. And I actually just checked um, the tracking info in my email, and I actually got that top five days before my wedding, Wow, which is crazy to think about now. (laughs) And it Um, worked. (laughs) Totally. And I was definitely (laughs) 
cutting it really close, but it was perfect for the evening and I really love the look. Mm -hmm. So I guess my biggest tips are to have fun with it. Think Mm -hmm. outside of the traditional dress. If, you know, that's kind of your vibe for your wedding night. Um, After all, it's a party. And to try some unexpected retailers. I truly order dresses from all over, all over the map, everywhere from Net-A-Porter to Free People, ASOS, mm-hmm. and Etsy. So yeah. I had a lot of options. Yeah, that's great. And can you give people just sort of a brief overview of what your wedding was like, sort of like what the vibe was, what your vision was, how many people, etc. Definitely. So our wedding was at a really cute and beautiful inn in Connecticut called the Bean Thistle, um, where we really kind of you know, made the in our home for a long weekend. Um, Mm -hmm. Everything was mostly like outdoors um, from our welcome dinner in their garden. We got married in a ceremony in their backyard and then had Mm -hmm. um, an outdoor wedding in their tent outside. So our whole vibe was like a dreamy garden vibe. Um, It was really, it was just a beautiful, fun weekend and very laid back, very us. Um, and how many guests did you have? We had 160 guests. And obviously, so like an outdoor wedding has its own complications with weather. Truly. <laughs> What's your advice for brides who are planning for an outdoor wedding maybe like later this year or next year? How did you stay kind of sane and what was your sort of like backup plans and strategies <laughs> in approaching that? <laughs> totally. Always have a plan B with, you know, different types of tents for outdoors. Um Thankfully, we got so lucky with the weather. I know that, you know, doesn't always happen. Um, Mm -hmm. But my friend who got married the summer before also had an outdoor wedding. And she told me something that I really loved. She was like, the weather is going to decide the vibe of the day. Like if it's sunny, it's going to, you know, be one way. But if it rains, that's okay, too. You'll just have like a cozy vibe. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you just got to roll with what you're given on that day. Yeah. And also, I think when it is a little rainy, you can have some of the most romantic looking like video and photo shots. So Mm -hmm. it's not always that. Totally. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, Obviously, with COVID-19, a lot of couples are having to reschedule their weddings, which is really just devastating. Like no one wants to do that. The vendors don't want to do that, but it's sort of the reality right now. And I think there's definitely an economic impact associated with that. So couples are going to be more concerned about their overall wedding budgets, I think more than ever. So what is something that you splurged on that you found was definitely worth it for your wedding? And what was something that you, you know, in hindsight would not necessarily spend the money on if you could do it again? So I think one of the splurges was definitely the venue and having the outdoor tented wedding of my dreams. Because when you have one of these outdoor weddings, you really have to rent every little item from every fork and salt and pepper shaker to plate. It's, you know, it all adds up really quickly. But if that's what you want, like it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, we had an incredible photographer, row agents from Leilu, along with her amazing husband, Kenan, as our DJ. Um, Mm -hmm. They were worth every single penny. We absolutely loved, loved, loved working with them. And then something that I don't necessarily think was worth worth it perhaps was, you know, really agonizing over every little decor item. Mm -hmm. Um, We now have so many pillows and blankets that were used in our lounge area that we do not know what to do with. Mm -hmm. And 
like 10 people signed our guest book. Um, So I think it's really easy to get lost in those little details and it's kind of fun to bury yourself in them. But it's also important to remember that people won't necessarily remember them, but they'll remember like how their, how your wedding made them feel. Yeah. We talk about this a lot, like prioritizing the guest experience when you're thinking about budget things. And of course, if there's things that are like super important to you, like if you really, really care about like beautiful letterpress invitations, like by all means go for it. But right. when you're kind of looking at the overall budget, like the things that people will remember to your point is what, you know, you should focus on. Um, and I think, yeah, people get kind of caught up in like the guest book and the welcome bags and gifts and the, that kind of thing. Right. Um, and usually the guests don't remember those little things. <laughs> Something that was very low cost that we did um, was that we wrote individual notes to each one of our 160 guests and wow. use them as we use them as place cards um, at their seats for dinner. Um, That's really so cute. We loved it. And, you know, we wrote to everyone how much we love them and how much they mean to us and special memories that we've had together. Oh, that's really sweet and, ge- like, thoughtful. How long did that take you? You know, it took a really long time. So now for yeah. all the, the brides who are quarantining, it might be a good time to start. Yeah. Um, but it was so amazing to have the chance to express how much we love everyone and mm-hmm. I think it just kind of multiplied the love and the good vibes of the day. And That's so sweet. Yeah. So tell me what it looked like. Was it like a little kind of like thank you card size? And it was just like that was their nameplate and they opened it up and it was that note from you guys? Yeah, exactly. So cute. Where did you get the cards from? So I think the cards I just got um, from Paper Source and then mm-hmm. my friend um, did the calligraphy on them. Oh, that's so nice. That's such a good quarantine activity too. So It really is. It would have been nice to have some extra time to complete them because my husband and I yeah. were working on those right up until, you know, a couple days before the wedding. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so with everyone not being able to go to offline, you know, retail stores right now to kind of buy things that they normally would if they were planning what were some purchases that you made online that couples could buy, you know, right now while they're in the, the throes of wedding planning? Totally. So we purchased a lot of decor items like vases and mm-hmm. taper candles, but we also um, sourced a really wonderful graphic designer off of Etsy to make our mm-hmm. dinner menus and other paper products like welcome notes, the weekend schedule, drink menus, all of that. So that was one of our yeah. favorite online purchases. Oh, that's a really good idea. How did you find the designer on Etsy? Like what kind of research did you do to even get to them? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. I feel like I sorted through so many. But once I found like the perfect design, um, we were able to tailor it to our needs. And it it was so flawless. We loved working with her. We'll have to get the designer from you so we can put it in the show notes. (laughs) Wonderful. Um, okay, so what was something that you maybe wanted to do or plan for during your wedding, but you maybe didn't have enough time to do that couples who are at home with some extra time could think about doing or planning for um, if there was anything? Totally. So this is a great question that my husband and I chatted about last night, but we didn't have time for. Yeah. Um, but there are definitely a few details that we glossed over. Um, so we kicked off our wedding weekend with a dinner on Thursday evening with about 30 close friends, Mm -hmm. um, and family. And then the next major event was that Friday evening for our welcome dinner. Um, however, like Friday morning we had a breakfast, everything was 
you know, perfect and planned. Um, and that's also when most of our friends arrived and we'd figured, you know, we'd play lawn games, do some day drinking, hang out during the day on Friday, but we totally forgot about lunch. Um, mm-hmm. So that morning we had to quickly order in sandwiches and wraps and salads and it was fine, but it was mm-hmm. definitely an oversight and something that we wish we had thought to plan, but yeah, there's always something. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I mean, the, when you have sort of like a wedding weekend, like you sort of had a destination wedding, like people were traveling and coming and you kind of made it an experience at your venue. There's so many details that can kind of get lost. Um, and did you, did you have a planner or a coordinator or was it kind of all on you? Yeah, so we had a wonderful coordinator who worked Mm -hmm. at the inn. Um, Mm -hmm. So she managed everything with our vendors, helped us with decor, general support. She was wonderful. So we didn't hire or need to hire an outside coordinator as well. She was incredible. Okay. How did you meet your husband? (laughs) So Ben and I actually met at a bar um, in 2011 in the Lower East Side. What bar? Fat Baby, which oh my is God. now closed. Wait, it's closed? Oh, my God. Sadly, I did yes. not know that. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel like I'm really old and I've been in New York for way too long. Right? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> so we met at Fat Baby and, yeah, have been together ever since. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> um, and he's a photographer, right? He is, yes. So did he have a lot of opinions or thoughts on your wedding photography? Totally. But it's kind of funny because I actually found the photographer first. Oh, really? And how did you find the photographer? I had seen her, um, you know, in a couple features like on Vogue and different like wedding blogs. And I loved her work. Mm -hmm. And I showed Ben and he was like, Yes, I agree. So it was like a happy surprise that <laughs> he <amazing>. also <laughs> was into her. Yeah. Who is your photographer? Ro Agents from Leilu. Okay, I'm going to ask you a few shopping questions. Um, we always ask our newlyweds sort of like the best thing they've got for their wedding. But I think now with people who might have some extra time at home, it's especially relevant. So my first question is, what's the best thing that you gifted someone else for the wedding? So this could be for your bridesmaids, in-laws, your husband on your wedding day, or somebody else, but some someone else that you gifted for in the wedding process. So I guess for my bridesmaids, I had a lot of fun creating the gifts for them. So I put together packages of all of my favorite things So it's kind of fun to shop um, for these because I was like just thinking of everything that I want them to have and to share with them. So I included, you know, my favorite Eberge robe because we also all need that getting ready photo. My favorite sweet ring from Catbird that truly warms my heart when I see my girls wearing them. Oh, it's like a little friendship ring. That's so sweet. It's so sweet. And, of course, some Amika perk-up dry shampoo. Mm-hmm, the best. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had a lot of fun with those. That's really sweet. And what's the best thing that you bought for the wedding event itself? So this could be, like, decor, um, any kind of, like, event design. Um, but if you're thinking about, like, the best thing that you purchased for the wedding that kind of, like, added to the experience. I think my answer to this is a little abstract. I absolutely love flower arranging. And Mm. in another life, I would be a florist. Like it's 
Also, guys, Lindsay is also a really good baker, so she has many talents. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And yeah, through the process, as much as I tried, my mom put a hard stop on me doing my own wedding flowers um, (laughs) as much as I wanted to do them. Um, So the compromise was that I would DIY um, the flowers for the welcome dinner the night before. Oh, Um, nice. Yeah. So I contacted a local florist in the area and gave her my budget, the types of flowers that I love, the colors. And Mm. that morning we went to her shop and which is, which florist is it? It was Mar Floral in Old Lyme, Connecticut. And she was wonderful, truly wonderful to work with. And we picked up buckets and buckets of flowers and greenery and, you know, we brought them back to the inn and put on some tunes, poured some wine and my gals and I created about 20 arrangements that day and they were absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. It was truly one of my favorite memories of the entire weekend. Like it was just like pure loveliness. We had the best time and the arrangements came out so well that we ended up using them like on our cocktail tables the next day mm, at the oh wedding too. Oh my god! Too. Like they were really beautiful. What kind of flowers did you use, and what was sort of the color palette? Yeah, so our color palette was a lot of like light pinks, a rusty orange, um, like a deep moss green, yellow, and then we got a lot of fluffy flowers. You know, a lot of peonies, yeah. mm-hmm. ranunculuses, and you know, garden roses. It was really just. Like lovely, pretty flowers. That's a good activity to do with your bridesmaids like during the wedding weekend. It's something that you love and is like a fun experience. Like I don't know how many people, you know, just do flower arranging besides you, Lindsay. So it's like a cool activity <laughs> to, to do with your girlfriends. I love that. We had so much fun with it. How did you get into flower arranging? I've just always loved it and, you know, kind of take any opportunity I can to do it. Maybe maybe one day it'll be in my future, but <laughs> I know. I, I'm so, so amazed by if there's any florists who are listening out there. I think it's such a beautiful art that like still blows my mind. Like I try to I like I love fresh flowers. Like who doesn't? But I try to sort of like save them and like rearrange them and I have no idea what I'm doing. So I always admire right. when people are actually <laughs> good at it. <laughs> It's so fun. We actually did them fully for my friend's wedding the year before. Um, oh, wow. The same bride who gave that advice about the weather, she got married um, in in Vermont at a beautiful flower farm. Mm-hmm. So it was actually a pick-your-own-flower situation that we were able to make our bouquets and the centerpieces. Um, wow. It was the most lovely, lovely day. Wow. Truly. Flower farm. I need to look at that venue and see if you <laughs> videos on love stories. <laughs> Okay, last question. What's the best thing that you purchased for yourself during wedding planning? So this could be like facials if you really, you know, wanted to treat yourself, workout classes, bottle of champagne, anything that was sort of just for you while you were planning the wedding. Totally. For this, I'm going to have to say hair extensions. I cut my hair pretty short and I still don't know why I did this because I knew the engagement was going to happen soon. And mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted long hair for my wedding look, but yeah. I don't know. It still <laughs> happened. And, you know, I tried to take biotin pills and tried yeah. everything I could do to make my hair grow faster and nothing worked. And then mm-hmm. I realized 
I could just get extensions. Yeah, so it's magical. I, truly. So <laughs> I ended up getting clip-in extensions that I took mm-hmm. to my stylist and he dyed them perfectly to match my hair. And they added length, they added volume, and I absolutely loved my wedding hair look, which was just down in like very loose waves with um, a half crown throughout the back. And I still wear the extensions all the time. Like it was yeah. such a great purchase that like it didn't stop on the wedding day. That's so fun. And you can you put them in yourself? Like do you know? I how to can. Do? Oh, yes. The perks of working for a hair brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm gonna need to know how to put these in myself. Yeah, that's so fun. Who was your stylist that um, originally did it for you? At the time, our company had a, st- a salon in Williamsburg. Oh, um, I miss it so, so much. <laughs> it was such a great space. We we miss it too. We had such mm-hmm. great events there together. Yeah. Um, but the stylist there, Bradley, was incredible. Actually, I have one more question for you. Yeah. What was your favorite moment from your wedding, if you had to pick one? Totally. Oh, my goodness. This is so, so hard. You know, there was a time where my husband and I, during the party, it was pretty late at night. We, you know, left the tent to just kind of take everything in. It's so true that they say what they say about your wedding flying by, like it really goes by in a blur. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we took a moment and stepped outside to really look at everything. And it was just incredible to see all of our friends and family together and having fun. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yay. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and on Instagram Live. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks for sharing all your tips about how to throw a virtual bachelorette party too. (laughs) I think this is going to be so valuable for people who are thinking about it like me for my friend. And thanks for sharing more about your wedding. It was fun to relive it with you. (laughs) Truly. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. Stay safe. Stay home, and I'll see you soon. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for joining. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Reminder to everyone listening out there, if you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com. You can DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv or ask it in our Slack group for brides-to-be and wedding pros, which you can join by going to bit.ly slash lstvslack. And if you have feedback about one of our answers, we definitely want to hear from you. You can share your thoughts and feelings on those same channels. Don't forget to subscribe to Love Stories Radio and leave us a review on iTunes. We love when people say nice things about us. And also, it helps other wedding lovers out there like you discover our show. And last but not least, are you a wedding pro? Email loveclub at lovestoriestv.com to get more info about how you can join our partner program, The Love Club. We help wedding pros build their brands and connect with a pipeline of customers on lovestoriestv.com and on our marketing channels, leveraging both the real wedding videos that feature their work and original content. So that's it. We'll see you back here next week. Bye.